Hello, friends. Today's episode is brought to you by From Within Records. Next weekend is Hardcore Pride Weekend, presented by From Within Records and Plead Your Case. On Friday, March 24th, Gridiron, Magnitude, Simulacra, Adrian, Envision, Never Again, Statement of Pride, and Killing Me. On March 25th, Mind Force, Seed of Pain, Chemical Fix, Wreckage, Moment of Truth, Be All, End All, Live It Down, Carbonite, Burning Strong, Almighty Watching, and Pain Clinic. I'm so excited to get back to Philly. I'm excited to see all those bands. It's going to be a great weekend. For anyone who has not purchased their ticket, please head to the link in the Front Winthin Records bio and grab one before it's too late. And if I'm not mistaken, they will be up until March 20th. Today, From Within Records just put out their latest podcast episode. It features the new record by Live It Down. It's amazing. If you're not familiar with Live It Down, they're an awesome band coming out of Cleveland. I highly recommend you check them out. They're so good. I'm such a huge fan, and I cannot wait to see them next weekend. Also, From Within Records Podcast Network, Dudes Doing Movies. Please support what Dan and Lennon are doing. Their podcast is awesome. It's a great listen, and like I always say, I, I love their chemistry, so please support their podcast as well. And if you're not following From Within Records on social media, please boot up your Twitter, your Instagram, click that follow button to stay up to date on all the current news. And like I always say, please support From Within Records because they support us. Next week, uh, excuse me, not next week, <laughs> two weeks from now, I will be in Philly, I will be linking up with Nate Prosciutti. He's the man behind Good Fortune Printing. If you are looking for high quality merch for your band, for your business, please hit up my friends over at Good Fortune Printing out of Wilkesbury, Pennsylvania. You can follow them on Instagram at Good Fortune Printing. You can get in contact with them, contact at goodfortuneprinting.com. You can thank me later. And on today's episode, we had to track down our good friend Dylan. You know Dylan, he is the singer of Shackled. He's the man behind Takedown Records. He's one of the hosts of the From Within Records podcast. And this episode is a long time coming. Uh, here, let me give you a little background. Uh, we recorded this episode at the beginning of February. And then my computer, uh, the cooling for my CPU decided to give out, which is completely normal. It had a good run. So for the past month, I've been running the whole operation on my laptop. So shout out to my amazing laptop. Shout out to Zach for hooking it up. But everything was trapped on this hard drive. And I spent the greater part of yesterday searching for this file and just, I honestly don't know what happened. I think the drive finally failed because the hard drive that I was searching on is pretty old. Uh, so I was like, whatever. I, I, I've given up. This episode with Dylan will be um, added to the list of lost episodes because there are some episodes out there that I've done that have just never been released for a number of reasons, which I'll get to at some point in my career. I'll uh, go down and maybe speak about uh, who's been on and who's never made it to air, but that's for another day. But this hard drive, I was searching and searching and finally gave up. 
and I have a bunch of other hard drives. So I was like, let me just see what's on these other ones. And I slowly realized like, oh shit, <laughs> all day I've been looking in the wrong hard drive within like the first 20 minutes of digging through the second hard drive that I plugged in. There it is. I see a bunch of the files for the podcast and sure enough, there's the Dylan episode, which made me feel a lot better because at this point it's like one in the morning. I want to go to bed because I have to get up early for some work stuff, but it was just weighing on me. I was like, I, I bought this cable to, to, to get the files off, but I couldn't find it. So finally fast forward to one in the morning and I found it and here we are. So I'm so happy to finally put it out. Um, I'm a huge fan of what Dylan is doing. I'm a fan of the From Within Records podcast. Obviously, I love Shackled. And in this episode, there was the announcement for the final Shackled show. But since the announcement, it's got postponed. So please keep an eye out for the next announcement for the actual final Shackled show. But it, it was awesome. I seriously love Dylan. It's awesome to be able to call him a friend. He's fun to talk to. And it was uh, great to have him on the podcast again. He's more than welcome to come on whenever he wants. It was a fun one for me. So it's great to finally just have this stress relieved and know that the files on my laptop now it's here. I can present it to all of you. So thank all of you for being patient. So please go stream shackled. Uh, they're not going to be around for too much longer. Go support Takedown Records. They're doing awesome stuff. Uh, go grab yourself a shirt, a tape while you can, because all that stuff is selling out. And I'm so happy to see that. I'm so happy for Dylan uh, in that aspect, for him to do a label and it doing well. He's signing awesome bands from all over the U.S., which is so cool. I, I can definitely respect that. So support Takedown Records, Stream Shackled, and then come back here. And you can strap in and enjoy this conversation. So please, without further ado, welcome Dylan to the show. Welcome back to the podcast, Dylan. How's it going? What's up, bro? Dude, your your mic completely kills your cough. You can't hear it. Oh, uh, I, I have a cough button. Uh, oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I thought it was your mic. That's kind of what, what buttons your cough button. It, I, I have a mixer right here, like on my desk. Like you, you can't see it obviously because it's off camera. But there's a button um, where I can mute myself, so I'm not coughing directly into the mic, so I don't have to edit Does that it have stuff like in a post. Mouth and like a like a, a fist in your mouth, like that's like. <laughs> no, no, it's, it's it's just like a mic with like a slash through it. it it's it's a, right. a technically a mute button, but I call it my cough button because I, I I hit it when I want to cough or like if I'm gonna sneeze, I I don't want to do that stuff live. Fair enough. All right, you got the cough button. All right, I thought you just had some crazy ass like. 
oh, the mic just knows when you're coughing. <laughs> no, no, this is, uh, you know, the, the, the mic that I'm using is uh, probably one of the most popular mics, but it's not that advanced because this, uh, like, model, like, Michael Jackson used it to record some of his songs, so it's, it's pretty okay. old. Okay, yeah. okay. There you go. All right, I made you laugh in the first ten seconds, so you know it's going to be good. Yeah, no, no, it's always good talking to you. And one thing that I appreciate about you is that you're one of those uh, friends from the internet uh, who, when they're in town, they actually hit me up because you know you make those friends, whatever. Uh, but sometimes it turns out to just be some internet shit, whatever. That that's fine. But when you come through, you hit me up. So that's something that I can truly appreciate. So thank you for that. Of course, dude. Burgers in where were we? Long Beach, yeah. Burger place, right? Dude, those were. I don't remember if they were good or not. I think they were, but I do remember us hanging out and talking. Get and they were like gigantic, and that's what I remember about it. Mm -hmm. Even though it was three months ago, it was not that long ago. It honestly feels like it was a lot longer. Yeah, yeah. That that was that was a fun weekend. But yeah, that was that was cool hanging out, getting burgers, chilling, talking, whatever. Hundred percent. So one thing that a, a lot of uh, local hardcore kids keep asking me, and obviously um, we just get right into it. Uh, a lot of kids are asking me, hey, when are you going to bring Shackled back? Because uh, it, it's so weird because uh, people out here think that I just bring bands out. And it's like, no, uh, half the time I'm trying to, uh, you know, scavenge up a, uh, an off day or, or something just to make it work. But obviously you guys were on tour, but yeah, a lot of kids were stoked on uh, you guys uh, playing out here and they've been wanting the the return uh some are in tune and realize that it's not going to happen but if you can speak on it uh, shackled no longer a band um well we're definitely not coming back to i mean i don't know who the fuck knows what's going to happen mm -hmm. but uh yeah shackled is currently not a band um without getting into too much of the details because it's pretty fucking miserable all around uh we just uh, yeah people went their separate ways from me and uh i guess that we both had our differences in how we viewed things and our th the way we thought about things and what we thought was going on and uh most well not most everyone quit um one one member didn't quit and then lied to me about quitting uh, then we gotten a little bit of a, a little bit of a, I don't know how to call it. I don't know what to call it between us. It was, uh, physical. I'll say that. Mm -hmm. And, uh, now him and I are, uh, talking again, but the rest of the guys in the band, I haven't really spoken to recently. Um, but, but, um, May 20th, uh, we're going to be doing so greg and i are doing a show may 20th it should be announced by the when this episode comes up so i can freely talk about it which is nice it's going to be a show i pulled up on my phone i should have had this open but i am not smart mind force never ending game bulldoze gridiron painted truth shackled missing link fool's game hold my own negative force at kenilworth vfw it's going to be uh, a 3 p.m. show, I believe, and uh, $30. And, yeah, Shackled's going to play with the original lineup, minus one. So Jake, Andrew, Kevin, me, 
and then Eric Wilk is going to play bass for that show. And is this just like a one-off uh, foreshackled or what's going on with that? Because um, there, there was some uh, some shows with some some fill-ins, some people that I, I respect and actually like. Um, but it, it just, you know, it just seems kind of uh, like up in the air. Right. Uh, yeah. So those shows were just like, so the members of the band, um, uh, we all you know, we're asked for shows and we said yes. And we confirmed a bunch of shows and then, you know, everyone wasn't feeling it anymore and they didn't really want to finish them up. So uh, I took it upon myself to finish up the shows because I didn't really want to drop. I just think it's a bad look dropping. I think it's kind of like disrespectful to a person that's going to give you an opportunity, but especially like mind force record release and like sharky hitting us up to play long island on a cool lineup with like buried dreams and shit like you know i didn't want to as a person who books shows and as a person who understands the stress and what goes into uh, like booking a show and i don't really do it nearly on the level that other people do but it's still fucking stressful i don't really want to be that bad it's like oh fuck now we need to replace this or like you know just like all right the flyer needs to re- be remade we need to get a new band for the you know what i mean so i got uh ben and uh ty from fool's game to play a little bit and uh i got benny from not one truth to play and then um one of the shows was uh, my first record, mind force record release, and uh, Eric Awolk and Jake Abbott played those. That one, that was the last show that the band that Shackled, quote unquote, played. Um, you know, to be honest, I I've been thinking about it a lot since we did those. I don't know what the right decision was at the moment, but I'm happy that the sh- although the vibe definitely was off, and although it wasn't the same. Um, you know, I'm happy I got to finish the shows out that we had. And it was, you know, the, I was going to go to the Mind Force record release anyway. I was definitely going to go to that Long Island show. Uh, we played a show in Jersey with like All War and Ringworm, which I definitely would have already gone to. And uh, we put the Carbonite record release and I love the Carbonite record. So, you know, I'm, I'm happy we got to do them. Um, but like I said, it wasn't the same. It kind of sucked that it like that the situation unfolded that way. But it is what it is. Um I don't remember the first part of the question. I was just wondering if this was going to uh, oh, continue. I don't know. I have no idea what's going to happen after the show. Um, like I said before, Jake, who plays guitar and I, we were, uh, I definitely didn't like him for a little bit, but uh, since then, um, you know, Jake is a really good friend. He's one of my best friends. I'll, I'll say that. Um, and he reached out. We kind of talked about everything and, you know, I'm not a fucking insane villain, evil person. Like I can fucking, I understand like if someone's saying they fucked up, like whatever, like I'll, I'll hear them out and I appreciated the apology and everything. And like, you know, I, I kind of overreacted maybe with some stuff or I didn't have to go as far as I did, but uh, yeah. So him and I are cool. And he was like, yo, I, I want to do like, I want to do a last show. I want to, I want to do a couple more shows. I want to pick, I don't, he just said, I'll do whatever. And I agreed. So um, I guess we'll just play it by ear and see what happens. Uh, Carter is very convinced it's the last show, but like I said, I don't really like, I don't, I was telling people about this uh, the other day. I don't really want to do the, yo, last show, 
build it up this whole fucking thing and then a little bit later we get asked to do something cool or like you know maybe some 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 bridges are rebuilt or something and think i don't know we'll we'll see what happens so i just want to call it like you know we're gonna play this show play it by ear maybe we'll never play again that's entirely possible that's uh honestly i'm going into it thinking that but there's a possibility that it, we might play every once in a while you know what i mean definitely not the way we did and uh i don't think we'll make it to la again well uh kids still talk about that show to this day which is uh, cool for me because obviously i'm, I'm friends with you uh, i'm a huge fan of shackled so for for kids to to even come up to me um, at, at every show that, that i've booked since then and talk about how awesome that night was and uh, how they were stoked that it, it happened uh, I, i'm just happy that at least i was able to be a, a part of uh, the history of the band to be able to book you in orange county i mean that show was fucking i mean dude the the videos from that show i i mean we the tail end of uh the band we were posting like reels a lot and dude i feel so corny saying this but like we posted one of your videos i think from that show where you're like behind the drum set Mm -hmm. dude that that video got so many fucking views it's such a cool video that that show was amazing and i was literally about to miss our set if you remember yeah that that was funny because I I remember I was just standing back there because I thought uh, you know ship was just gonna just keep on rolling and then everybody's kind of standing around and then people started asking like hey where's Dylan where's Dylan I, like, I don't know I've been standing I, here the I've whole never time done anything like that bro I literally when I got the call like yo where are you I was literally just hanging out like by the van I was like fuck I was just trying to get a Europe or something and I literally sprinted in there and it was like I, I'm pretty sure it was I sprinted in there I grabbed the mic and the music started which was pretty funny. <laughs> Yeah, right into it. But uh, I'm happy that at least like the book isn't completely closed because I, I I was banging the drum that the, you guys had so much potential, especially with the the last release, Doubt Surrounds All. I I felt like uh, people were starting to 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 catch on. Obviously, you guys uh, made it out west, and obviously you guys were, were already making the noise over there in, in the east coast. But uh, west coast people were were excited and. Uh, getting more pumped on you guys and it's just a bummer that uh you know things had to unfold the way that they did uh but i'm just happy that it's not like you know completely shut and that they're you know things could happen you could end up out here again those i will never in my entire fucking life ever forget the show and a program and the show in oxnard that was probably like two of the best days of my life not even fucking kidding like dude i could not first of all i've never been to california so the day we played program was the first day I'd ever been in California in my entire life because we drove from Arizona uh, to program. It was fucking 110 degrees outside. There's mountains everywhere. I guess we, I think we drove by Joshua Tree or something. Dude, I mm-hmm. like could not believe that I was in California. I went to some record store by program. I was so excited about it. Like, um, I forget. It's like Biohazard Records or something. I forget what it's called. Um, dude, it and the reaction we got at that show at program and the reaction we got in Oxnard was just fucking unbelievable. I literally never expected anything like that in California. When shit happened like that happens here, I'm fucking shocked and really excited. So the fact that it was happening across the country was just unbelievable. Like I said, I feel like I feel sometimes I feel corny saying this shit because like so many people say the same thing but it's it it i'm serious like 
those shows are crazy. I mean, dude, we got the fucking the viral video of the dude kicking the guy in the face. I got like millions of views on the the what I forget his name. Uh, he records a bunch of shit out there. Um, do you know what I'm talking about? No, I'm I'm trying to think of the guy. Uh, Ola Soiketo or something. Oh, like that. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, that's it. All right, so he posts. He's got like fucking a million or something views of the guy getting kicked, which is pretty funny. Um, dude, like we drove on the we drove on the fucking scenic highway to Oxnard. We went to Zuma Beach. We went to Malibu. We slept like outside of a gas station in Malibu, which is cool. Um, we walked. Uh, Santa Monica at 4 a.m., which is like not when you want to go there, but it was still mm. pretty cool. Um, dude, yeah, unbelievable. I, I, but the first, the only times I've ever been to California that tour, when I rolled a hole my own, we hung out in September when I went to those couple California shows, mm. and it, amazing, dude. Uh, uh, seriously amazing. I would, I, I would love to go back so bad, like with a band, or just hang out or something. It was so awesome. Yeah, it was awesome for me, too, because I, I'm used to seeing all of you guys uh, on the East Coast. So to, to have you in California, uh, obviously in Orange County, it, it was kind of surreal, too, because I was like, man, this is something that I've always talked about. So for it to actually happen and it turned out to be a cool night, I, I was very stoked on all that. You're an OG, too, bro. The first uh, what was the first fucking you and I interview thing that remember Andrew's supposed to do it and he just never showed up. <laughs> yeah. That was years ago. Yeah. Cause I, I remember the first time I was supposed to see you, uh, I was going to drive to Arizona to, to, oh, to catch you guys. Yeah. Holy shit. That was so long ago. Yeah. I mean, I remember being so, so sad. We dropped that. That was, that was supposed to be a whole tour with like purgatory or something mm-hmm. around that too. So that was pretty exciting for me. And then we didn't do it, but um, dude, that full U S tour and, I, I, we talked about it. Um, you and I talked about it, I think. And then like on the from within podcast, like we went into detail on it because Carter did a few days. We we're talking about that. That was that tour that I will little, I will fucking never forget that tour. It was so incredible. I never expected like we waited so long to do something like that. I mean, like the last from August, 2021, to that tour we did five tours five tours in a week in chicago mm-hmm. and like ha- being able to go to all these places and like so many new places that we didn't hit on those other four tours and like people would come out and people would like buy a shirt and fucking mosh like i don't think there was a single show that was like dead dead you know what i mean and it was it was just surreal it was so fucking incredible um it that that's why I kind of like, you know, when, when I kind of like lost my mind when I got home and like all the shit happened and like, there was all kinds of, you know, bullshit happening after this hardcore, but like doing that tour to like the, this is hardcore set, which is probably the best set we ever played was amazing. And, uh, you know, if, if the band has to end and if this is, if that was the end of the band, uh, it definitely went out on a high note for sure. And that night in Long Beach, we we talked, and you had mentioned maybe starting or wanting to start or, or join a new band. Uh, has there been any movement on that? Have you even uh, attempted or talked to anybody about starting like a new project? Yeah, I talked to the fucking rats, Ty and Ben and uh, Jake Smith, who uh, just don't hit me up about. It. They'll say, "Yeah, we're doing it, we're doing." It. They don't hit me up, so I'm gonna just call them out here, so maybe they'll they'll finally <laughs> fucking do it. Yeah, they'll hear this and be like, "Oh, he's actually serious about that." Yeah. Oh, I, you know, besides, I mean, I've like, you know, people, people have hit me up, be like, 
yo, like, you know, let's jam, whatever, a couple people. But like my my thing right now is it not in like a, a dickhead way, but just in a like I just I can't be begging people or like, you know, trying to set shit up. I just like I did that a lot before and I'm kind of over it. Mm-hmm. Um I just want to do something if if everyone's down, it'll happen. If people aren't down, then it won't. I just I'm like I'm at this currently I'm just done uh, like begging for things to happen. I I guess not begging, but like trying so fucking hard, like micromanaging shit like that. Cause I'm definitely, I definitely have a problem doing that. All right. Well, hopefully in the future, something happens because I would be very interested to see where you go with music next. But what, what, one thing that I do admire about you is, you know, sometimes people will get in a band, get to a certain status and the band has to end and then they just disappear for whatever reason, which is fine. People want to not really be in in the limelight, don't want to continue to do stuff that that's completely fine. But for you, uh, seeing you uh, start your own label and doing the podcast still, which is awesome. I, I, I think it's really awesome that you were able to still be involved in hardcore, especially in you know giving back uh, with starting a label, putting on for newer bands, and then also being able to still do the pod, uh, excuse me, to do the podcast consistently. It's called mental illness, bro. This is the only thing that I. <laughs> I'm just kidding, but like, dude, I, I do get what you're saying, and like, it does happen. There's like examples I could give you. I'm not gonna call people out in the podcast, but like. Yeah, dude, peep, that shit happens to people and they fucking lose it. They literally lose their minds. And I understand, like, in a way, like, it sucks and it's sad. And, like, you feel like, I don't know, you, you kind of feel like in a room, everyone's like, whoa, you know what I mean? People are talking about you, which I definitely was like, because, like, when 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 shit first, I was like, oh, I wonder who's talking to who. But, like, you know, that, that's not really the case. No, I, I don't, at least I don't think so. And if it is, I don't give a fuck anymore. And, like, you know, dude. I go to every single show that I can go to. All I do is talk about hardcore with my friends. I listen. All I do is listen to hardcore. I love records. I love tapes. So it was like, you know what? If I, if I'm not really, I've had the idea for a label and I didn't really want to like spend the time or the money or whatever. Cause like, you know, I put a lot into shackled. So I was like, all right, I don't need to be worrying about this shit anymore. Why don't I just fucking try and figure out this label thing and figure out a, a, like a first release that like can you know, that's cool that people pay attention to. So I don't have to fucking just, uh, I don't know, like, like put out a million different random things until something, but so it's cool that, um, fool's game ended up not being able to, uh, do their, their EP on the label they were on before. Um, and we were just in a group chat and they were like, Oh, I'll send it to here. So I was like, yo, why don't I just do it? I'll just do tapes for you. I can't do vinyl. I'm not fucking, I don't have money like that, but I'll do tapes for you. I've wanted to do a label for a while. And Clemo was just like, and Ben and Ty and Jake, um, we're all just like, yeah, fuck it. Let's do it. So, um, that's, that's, I just figured I had the takedown name. I got a logo made by Kyle, the fucking legend. And, uh, yeah. And like, like I said, I love tapes. I think tapes are so cool. I love records. Like I, buy as much as i can i love going to record stores i love looking through people's collections i love like you know finding cool shit so it's and when we were on a tour i we we stayed with um 
Anton, who used to do Mass Moving Records in Baltimore. He did mm-hmm. like the K9 LP and uh, Blind Justice. I'd never met him before, and we kind of hit it off, and I was talking to him about mass movement shit and he used to book shows and do mass movement and i was like you know what i'm trying to book shows in jersey already i love the label stuff and honestly talking to him and like and seeing like all the mass movement shit in his house and like all the the show posters i was like yo um i i'd love i want to do this this is cool and uh he honestly i i told him about this he helped me uh pull the trigger for doing the label which is which is um really cool because like that's i didn't know him before this but it's someone that i now look up to and and, you know the things he did were really cool and i'm just trying to do something similar for new jersey have a cool label out here that's putting out the bands then and putting out bands that i like and just you know book shows that i think are cool out here that maybe people aren't really doing um and yeah i don't really plan on fading away or not coming around or being scared or whatever i don't really give a fuck what people think about me or what they think i did or have done or the way they think i am i'm i love hardcore it's all i care about and i'm gonna keep fucking doing the band uh not the band i'm gonna keep fucking doing the the label and shows and and the podcast and as much as i can do because I, it's 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 said all the time but you have to what you want out of it you have to put in and i've gotten so much already in my life from music like i said i did i've never been to california before and i got to go to california and and hang out with people and get cool and like have a cool like have cool shows there and see fucking these insane beaches and this fucking highway that you like see in movies and fucking santa monica pier and i've hanging out in Oxnard, which I've always thought, which I've always heard of, like from nails and like Nardcore stuff and hang out in the Bay and play a show there and get this insane burrito, like, and go to Texas and hang out in Texas with Carter and all my friends and just all these insane, like amazing memories and places I've been to. I never would have gone to, um, Hardcore's given me all of that. And I want to do whatever I can to, to give back to it in a way and like help other people out or, whatever the fuck so that's awesome and i i think that's a, a healthy mindset to, to not care what people think because I, I feel like we live in a world where so many people care so much about what other people think about them and to me it, it it's kind of mind-boggling because i'm just like why do you care so much about what other people think when you don't even know these people like you yeah. should focus on yourself your happiness uh your circle of friends and not stress out about uh the like people's perception of you because you, you can't control even, that even if you know them fuck it who cares like if so if someone has a tr- if someone truly has an issue with you and they're not coming up to be like yo i have this fucking problem with you it does not matter it truly doesn't what the fuck are they going to do about it it doesn't matter and that's like, it's not like I was like, I had this fucking epiphany. I was like, you know what? I really don't care. Like, you know, I, I mean, shit, shit went south. I kind of just kept going around. I was like, yeah, you know what? These people probably maybe are talking. Maybe they're not. I don't care. It doesn't matter. And just curious about the label, the name takedown. Where does that come from? That's just, it, I just was like, oh, this sounds cool. This will be cool on a, on a, on a <laughs> like, you know, if we ever make a shirt, it'll be cool. I tried like finding a name. Dude, I honestly, I was like, I was honestly stressing hard about the name. And um, I hit up a friend. We were just talking about it and we were just like shooting, shooting off names. And uh, 
he actually said takedown. I was like, you know what? That actually sounds pretty cool. I'm just going to use that. Okay. Yeah, I, I like it. I, I think it's a good label name. I like that it's uh, two words. So, you know, the, you can uh, stack the, the words on top of each other, like the logo on, yeah, on your Instagram. Exactly. Or you can do and it. then we have the other logo, which is like the, you know, the side to side. Yeah, it's cool. It's, it's, and it like, if you don't put the records there and you just say takedown, you know, it kind of, I feel like it kind of sticks with you. So I, I, I thought it was pretty cool. So. Okay. And um, with Fool's Game being the first release, were you even uh, confident or did you have any expectations uh, for putting out their tapes? Um, yeah, I was confident. I, I, Fool's Game has been killing it here. Mm-hmm. Um, Clemo loves to not say this, but they wouldn't even exist right now if I didn't put them on the... I, I always give them shit for this. I put them on the, the Shackled record release. They played like a secret, secret set and... Uh, um, I was the one who hit up Carter to put him to put him on the uh, comp, so they can thank me for both of those things. Um, I'm just fucking around, but yeah, I, I was confident. I really like Fool's Game. I've like I said, I've been trying to put on for them since they uh, got the new lineup and shit with Ben and Jake and Ty. Um, and yeah, I, I I thought that people were gonna like the record. I, I've I heard it. I thought it was cool. Like they're they are sticking i did honestly bro i didn't know how it would sound because him and bailey bailey uh wrote the entire clemo and bailey wrote the entire demo and then uh nick who used to play in shackled he played the drums and he's an incredible drummer so obviously he like killed the fucking drums on that Mm -hmm. um so i wasn't really sure how it would sound or like if they would stick to true to their to the to the to the style that they were doing on the demo, but yeah, they, I mean, it's a little bit moshier, but they did well and they're playing every fucking show. They they're playing every show around here. They're killing it every single time. They're at every single show. They're moshing every single show, every show on that there. You know what I mean? So it's like, and Ben's booking stuff, but people love Ben, people love Clemo people. So I, I knew that the thing was going to do, I, I don't know if it was, like, I don't know, oh, I'm going to sell out in a minute. Like, I just knew that people were going to, like, fuck with the record, buy a tape, whatever. So that's mm-hmm. why I wanted to do it first. Like, it's like a cool, it's a cool release done by my friends that I know is going to, like, have a little bit of pop. And, like, it helps out the label, too. So I, I was happy to do their tapes. And, you know, I, I feel comfortable trying to learn how to do this with them because they're not some people, random people I don't know. I'm not trying to prove anything to them. Um, we already like we had some fucking issue with the t-shirts. So like Clemo and I kind of butted heads for, for like a day. But like I said, like they're they're my friends. They're not gonna fucking hate me if I fuck something up. They're not gonna be pissed off. It's just gonna be like, uh, all right, next time I'm gonna do this a little bit differently. Um, so I'm really happy that they were down to do it because it really does like make life a little bit easier when you can kind of like test what's going on and kind of learn comfortably and and figure shit out. So shout out to them. Hundred percent. I enjoyed the demo, uh, but I feel like things click, like really clicked for me when I saw them in Wilkesbury, and they played some new songs live. And I, I was like, I was like, damn, this is actually really good. This is crazy. And I, I remember yeah. after their set, I, I I talked to Jacob. I'm like, yo, like that new song, fucking awesome. And I'm happy to see Jacob in a band that's you know actually doing stuff because I feel like I, I've been a fan of like some of his older bands and always wanted to talk to him about them, but they just. Uh, you know, shit happens. Uh, they end up breaking up. Shout out to Contrast of Sin, bro. <laughs> but that demo was awesome. Yeah. So, 
so shout out to, to Jacob. But yeah, I'm I'm happy that you guys were able to partner up and do that. And for it being your first release and you know being able to look back on it now, is there anything you would have done different with it, or are you happy with uh, how you navigated those waters? I mean, I mean, I, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm trying to, I'm trying to do. Uh, there's things I didn't know I could do with regards to how the tapes came out. And there's also things like, you know, I would have fucking figured, I would have figured out the shirts on my own or whatever. But uh, yeah, I mean, it, I'm, I don't regret anything. The, the tapes came out cool. Um, I made some record release tapes for the show. They all sold out, I think. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I think that the release went well. I mean, I want to make some more tapes for them for future shows. Um, and uh, yeah, I think, I think it's cool. I, I, and they've, they've, express that they're happy and that's all that matters to me i just like i said i don't i want to be able to help people out and help bands i like and i don't think that they would have like made their own tapes or like whatever i, I don't know i don't really know what they would have done or maybe the music would have came out so much later because they wanted it to be released before fya so you, you want your new music out before the, the gigantic festival like obviously so mm. um yeah, no, no regrets really. Just you know, it's all a learning process, and like I said, it's nice to be able to learn how to do shit uh, with with friends and figure it out that way, and not have to be stressed out about it. And do you have long term goals for the label? Because uh, you know, putting out tapes is awesome, but do you ever want to get to the point where you can go back and? Uh, release the full game excuse me the fool's game record on vinyl or have vinyl be an option for newer bands that you sign i see like i would love to do a record like that would be insane but i'm broke and i usually am um and uh i don't see that changing anytime soon so (laughs) maybe one day i'll do records like if we're talking about end goals then probably yeah i'd love to do a record but uh I don't I don't think that's possible anytime soon, if that makes sense. Okay. Could be wrong. Maybe, maybe, maybe um uh Carter said that too, and then he fucking put out the comp on vinyl. So maybe I'm wrong and some some kind of shit happens and like the stars align and I'm able to do it. But as of right now, like vinyl's fucking expensive. So Yeah. But I, I feel like with the way things are going and, and the way that you speak about the label, I, I feel like that's just like inevitable right for you to get yeah to that point. probably yeah because I, I don't plan on not doing it. i think the label's fun and like i said i've always wanted to do it so okay and uh obviously when i saw the announcement that you're doing a label obviously i support you 100 so i'm stoked to be able to uh, you know repost whatever the the label's doing but when you mentioned or when you posted about the, the second release that you're working with a band from las vegas uh, that got me really excited because I feel like uh, Las Vegas has an awesome hardcore scene, but for some reason, uh, like not a lot of uh, like the bigger labels were tapping in for whatever reason. Maybe they weren't aware, or maybe they just weren't interested. But to see a, a newer label uh, give them that respect and pick up one of their newer bands, I, I think that was really awesome. But for me, being a fan of Las Vegas hardcore for so long, I'm curious, how did uh, you stumble across uh, Chasm and what they're all doing down there? Um, Well, first of all, I didn't even know Las Vegas had like a cool scene. Well, I I went to that show there when I went out with Hold My Own. It was um, Out of Pocket, Hold My Own, Twisted Cane. Mm -hmm. Shout out to Twisted Cane. They're they're great. They're 
their arsenal of covers is is uh definitely right up my alley so i love seeing them um, great band yeah uh fuck it was out of pocket twisted cane these streets hold my own um i'm forgetting the other bands but uh did that it was at some vfw there and it was it was like a sick ass show and there were so many fucking people there and i didn't really know what to expect because we didn't play las vegas on the tour i've never been to las vegas um and uh the day there was incredible just like hopping to different casinos all day and i was like oh i wonder how the show is going to be i wonder if it's going to be able to top the day off and it was a great show so i got a uh email like a day or two after the record the i posted the record label from jet who's in uh who's in chasm and he's like yo i have this band we're gonna tour a little bit uh and i and i and i recognize the name i think like the dude like the dude jet's name mm-hmm. and i listened to it and i was and it sounds like crowbar and i'm like this is fucking sick no band does like a crowbar sound right now um so i had him back and i was like yo this is this is awesome let's do a tape that's basically what happened and then come to find out he's in vomit fourth and he's in prison which carter had already told me he was releasing like a couple days before so i was like all right this is perfect he's in these he's in both these cool bands uh you know carter at the same time is kind of like all right let's do this las vegas band so you know it just was perfect timing and uh i love crowbar i love the things that like like stigmata i love uh the the different bands that he was citing as influences so I was pretty excited to fucking put that out. And I, I, I think people like it. I don't really know. Uh, I sold a lot of tapes to people from Las Vegas. So that's awesome. And th- th- that's cool to know that the local scene's fucking with them uh, and buying the, the tapes from you. I listened to the record the other day and I, I think that man's awesome. And I, I'm friends with Jed. He's been on the podcast before and that dude is super talented. And I, I just love seeing his bands, uh, you know, get, any sort of attention because uh, him and all of his circle of friends down there, they work really hard to keep like that thing alive. Like six different bands. Yeah, he's <laughs> he's pretty busy. They're all it's all crazy because it's all just like interchanging a couple member switches here, and it's a whole different band, whole different style. Like it, it, it's crazy, but I, I love that they're willing to to do what it takes to to keep it alive because they could easily just stick with the one or two band and just you know let it you know be as is but they're just like no like we are fans of a bunch of different types of styles we know that kids out here love a bunch of different styles so like let's try to you know do everything i mean the dude's in vomit fourth and this band and he's also in, in prison which sounds like a new york hardcore band like it's just cool and i follow i guess i follow gabe gabe and jet and you know, Gabe was at FYA moshing to fucking build and destroy or not build and destroy. What the fuck am I talking about? War hungry. Mm-hmm. Um, War hungry at 2 a.m. at the after show. You know what I mean? So it's just cool. I love that the band has people who also love hardcore and love all different styles and fucking go to the fucking after show and see every single band and go to the FYA and watch every band. He's in I I saw him. I was moshing a little bit to Criminal Instinct, and so was he. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But he's also in this fucking band chasm. He's also in the War Hungry Pit at 2 a.m. It's just cool to see people do that. I feel like that's asking for bare minimum, but at this point, I don't think people it's it's hard not to be ne- like i don't want to say negative but like i feel like people just like i don't know i don't i don't really know how to explain it it's just nice to see people that care from not where i live and mm. uh to be from las vegas so far away and just fucking with all these different bands and at the fest fucking moshing all these bands and getting your money's worth and shit it's just it was just cool to see and I'm happy. I, that made me even happier that I was doing 
the, uh, the tape for them. And also they do a similar thing to have the thing outlook, which I guess is like a label, uh, a zine and they book shows under it, which mm-hmm. is cool. It's a similar thing that I'm trying to do. So, you know, it's cool to have someone that's like-minded and, uh, help them out. Yeah. And it's cool that jet, uh, reached out and I- I'm, I'm happy that things, uh, you know, seem to be going good and moving in the right direction. For sure. Yeah. It's nice. So do you have the next release already planned or are you planning to take a break? No, I'm not Carter, bro. Um, I have just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) If he hears this, I'm sorry. Uh, No, I got a, I got a band called high reach from long Island, which is like um, another one, another like emo quote unquote band uh, like from that like group like standstill koyo mm-hmm. another uh private mind it's a, a couple of private mind guys in the band and it's uh it's fucking awesome and uh i was ready to go with it and then i guess they were like all right our demos recorded terribly so we need to re-record it so they're re-recording it right now uh <laughs> and it's gonna be a little bit longer but it shouldn't be too much i think they're they're in the middle of it right now so uh, after they record it should be quick it's not some crazy fucking like plan like yeah, i don't need to plan months in advance for this release they're just gonna finish it and i'm gonna fucking put it out but uh i'm pretty excited about it i think they're really really good um there's a couple parts that like i said yes to this this demo hearing one 30 second part from one song i was like i know i'm gonna love this let's just fucking do it and then sure enough i hear the whole thing it's fucking great uh, and the art is cool too. Like it's, it's, it's going to be cool. I hope people fuck with it. And then you're, uh, you, you're also, I'm also putting out the, the band you stood up. You, uh, oh. <laughs> damn, but you got to put it out there like that. <laughs> I did. Wow. I didn't he know you were going to say that. Said, he said, Jamie, Jamie left me hanging. I'm going to, he was very sad. I'm just kidding. He, he was fine, but, um, I'm going to put out this band called straight jacket feeling which is another emo band like um it's a it's a hardcore label but i do love this kind of music so i i I honestly when i when i did when i had the idea for the label i was like you know like i do want to do this style of music as well um just because i love it so much i mean days has done it streets of hates has done it with like wild red and shit so Mm -hmm. you know why can't i fucking do it too but uh it, this is a little bit more on the nose than high reach. It's straight jacket feeling from New Jersey who Kevin, who used to use the original drummer shackled. He plays drums in this and uh, Andrew's brother, uh, Joey plays guitar. Um, and then this guy who used to play in like this local New Jersey band called batten on the hatches. He sings. Um, and you know, the, the, no, this is no diss to them. The first, the first release I liked, but, you know, I was talking to Kevin about it and I could tell it really wasn't what Kevin wanted to do with the band. Um, it was a little, it wasn't going in the direction he wanted. And uh, I could tell he was kind of feeling, you know, a little bit burnt out already with it, but with the new music, it's, it's different. They're going, if they had two ways they could go, they're going the way that he wanted to go. And that I think the band should sound like, and uh, I heard a couple of the new songs and they're fucking great they're like it's like really like well written it's you know it's people that have been in bands forever doing um this like it kind of sounds like finch or something like that if you've ever listened to them um but yeah it's cool i'm I'm honestly really excited for that and then uh 
I've I've one more that I don't want to say because I'm not sure if I should say it, okay. but uh, it's a New Jersey band. Well, it's two New Jersey bands, so that's your hint. Interesting. Okay, uh, and straight jacket feeling. Uh, I I still would love to do the podcast. So hopefully we can get that done in the future. But I really think, the, and I didn't even know you're working with this band because we were literally talking about them earlier. Uh, so to to hear that you're you're actually um, putting out their next release, I I think that's sick. And one thing that I really liked about them is that they had this crazy rollout. There's like a music video for every song because uh, it, it was like three songs that that they put out. And they have like a, a music video for every song, and it just seems like really professional, but in a good way. So yeah. I, I'm I'm very much looking forward to seeing what they do next. Because I'm yeah, they're a, a they're really fan. trying. Yeah, they're they're trying. They're trying. They're trying to do like a real band, especially with like the limited. Because because Kevin's a, a doctor, he literally is a doctor. So with the limited time they have, I think they're just trying to put everything they have into it. Mm-hmm. To you know, they don't want to fuck around. They don't want to just like, I don't know do whatever while they all have, they all have real jobs. Like I said, Kevin's a doctor. He only has a certain amount of time uh, in a week to do kind of shit, shit like this. So um, I think they're going to do another like cool rollout uh, for the next thing. I can't do vinyl, but uh, I have some ideas of how to make it pretty cool. And, you know, like Kevin and them, they want to play hardcore shows. They don't, they like, they want to, Kevin loves hardcore. He was in shackle with me clearly. Um, and he's just like, yeah, I want to play shows with these bands that I like. I just, we're just like the odd man out. We want to play these shows and I want to help them do that. I want to like put them, I want to put them on the label where like you think, okay, this is like the hardcore label, but here's the straight jacket feeling band. And, and like, they're a little bit different and cool. And I just want to help them out with that. Cause one, I love Kevin too. I think the music is really fucking good. And, um, like I said, like I, I like Finch. I'm really excited about the 20 year tour and one of their songs like, sounds just like it. And I'm so excited about it. Yeah. I, I have friends who just announced uh, it's like not a full U.S. tour, but they're playing a lot of dates across the United States. And I'm pretty sure they have some shows with Straight Jacket Feeling, which I'm pretty stoked for them. What band? This Can you band, tell me? Yeah. The, it's already announced. So this band called Stateside from out here. They're going on tour with this band from Texas called Jockey. Okay. I mean, I don't know. I don't have no idea. I got to text Kevin, but that's cool. If that's true. Yeah. Cause a state side's like a, a newer band They're They're not like, like pop. I, I don't know how to describe them. They, they sound like, uh, they are pop punk, I, I guess, but not, like, <laughs> not like super poppy. Um, but they're, it, it's crazy because they, they're like a newer band from out here. Um, and the response that they're getting is, is crazy. Like kids are really fucking with them, like singing along are already knowing all the words that like the second show that I I'd seen them play. So I have, uh, you know, uh, like high hopes for this band uh, to gain some traction and, uh, you know, they're already going on the, the this crazy tour. So I, I'm stoked for them. Okay. That's awesome. And I, I'm just curious about the, the label. Are you ever going to do any merch? Like like label specific stuff, or are you just kind of leaving it to tapes and t shirts for the band? No, I I have some ideas for like shirts and stuff. I just like I don't want to jump the gun with that. You know what I mean? I'd rather just build a name for it first and then start like trying to sell merch. One because I can't lose money. <laughs> Two, mm-hmm. um, you know I just you know I, I'd rather I'd rather the music speak for itself first and then start like trying to build something out of it, like a, a like a build a brand but like you know make cool takedown shirts and shit like that because uh 
I'd love to do that. I think I have a lot of cool ideas, but like I said, I'm just, try, I'm just trying to take it a little bit s- slower than, than that. Okay. And you mentioned Long Island. We, we have a mutual friend on Long Island who I haven't heard from in a while. Do you know what I'm speaking about? Or I do. Oh. Uh, it's best we don't. <laughs> okay. 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 All right. All right. All right, all right. We'll, we'll, we'll move on. Um, you uh, mentioned earlier uh, booking shows. Uh, working with Greg, which, which I think is awesome, because to me, I, I I saw like okay, uh, Dylan and Greg put on the show, but then I was like, okay, maybe that's just a one off. But then it's like week after week, I'm seeing flyer after flyer, and, and the shows are getting, uh, you know, it seems like they're getting bigger and bigger. Uh, how did that whole thing come together, and, and was this the plan from the beginning that you and Greg were going to uh, team up and uh, you know help keep New Jersey alive, or is this just something that just kind of fell into your guys' lap and you guys are just kind of taking it one show at a time? Um, I would say, I don't think this is a planned thing. I mean, Greg and I have been friends for years now. Um, definitely over the past year, we've gotten way closer. I mean, we text every single day, call almost every single day now. Um, but I mean, I was, I've done a couple shows. I did the Shackle record release last year and I did, um, last wishes, carbonite simulacra in Jersey. And I did another show at Cinco de Mayo, which was like statement of pride and Adrian and, um, uh, reaching out, fuck, last man out. But, uh, you know, we, we literally just call each other every day. And I, I don't exactly know how, um, you know what? We, we really wanted to get Never in Game in New Jersey. And we've been talking about doing that for months now. And we finally got like a, a series of dates we could do. And we we're like, you know what? If Never in Game is playing, let's just fucking stack it out and make a cool ass, like, uh, longer show, a few more bands. And that is the show that I talked about in the beginning of the episode with mm-hmm. uh, Bulldoze and uh, Gridiron and Mind Force and shit. We've been talking about that show for fucking literally like three months now, every single day trying to figure shit out with it. And just between that, we just like uh, Greg would get asked for a show, I get asked for a show, and like you know, uh, Greg used to book... I wouldn't be in hardcore if Greg didn't book shows at Game Changer World um, from like 2014 on. Uh, my th- my third, my second and third hardcore show, at- hardcore shows ever were two shows that Greg booked at Game Changer. And throughout high school, I would just walk there, get driven there. And that really like showed me a lot of new bands, like no warning. I would like, he did the no warning, uh, reunions there uh there was a soul search misery fury show there once on the small stage there was a code orange matinee there was all kinds of shit that he used to do and like he is seasoned he knows what he's doing um and uh he loves hardcore he supports it as much as or more than anyone i know so he just wants to be involved still and um we were just like, you know what? Like we both have these connections to bands through whatever, through touring or just knowing people throughout the years. And we both have these connections. So let's just like do shows together and it makes it easier when it's two people and it's a little bit less stressful. So um, literally every single day, I mean, we talk every day about random bullshit, but um, we also talk about shows that we're trying to do every single day. So we got that la- the banner, last wishes, hangman curate Bayway show coming up. We got see the pain moment of truth um stand still cut down burning lord which is just like us just going back and forth yo what about this band what about this band and 
we just build lineups doing that. And honestly, it's like, I, he could easily do it by himself. I could less easily do it by myself, but it's cool to, uh, to be able to do it together with a friend and like, just like, you know, build something cool for, for the state that we both love and live in. And like, uh, I have the takedown thing. So we're just throwing the takedown on the shows, which is like, you know, helps the label. If you see takedown, you know, it's me or it's both of us. So, you know, it's cool. And then he's got like gorilla biscuits shows he's doing and shit too. So, you know, he, uh, he works a lot. Uh, Greg's like not all in the state all the time. Cause he works in LA, but mm-hmm. uh, when he's here, he, what well, he has hold of my own. He wants to play shows. He wants to fucking book shows. And I want to book shows. I want to bring bands that I like, like moment of truth, like fucking punishing them for days to fucking come play Jersey. Cause I fucked our show up a couple months ago and the, the venue got shut down the day I announced it. Like, it's just, I want to, I want to bring bands that I really like and love here to people that may not be able to see them because, uh, you know, some of the people that book here might not be able to get them to play. You know what I mean? hundred percent. And I, I think it's cool that, uh, you guys are able to work together to make that happen. Cause I, I, I know that, um, you know, Greg has always supported, uh, you, uh, and, and I always thought it was cool that someone who's been around for a really long time to, to actually care about like the, the, the next generation, especially someone, um, from his own scene, right. Cause he, he could have easily, you know, uh, not done that. He could have easily, uh, you know, turned the other cheek and, uh, just let you do your own thing, but for him to actually care and, uh, you know, want to help. I, I, I think that, that that's really awesome of him and uh, something that that's really important that I, I appreciate when uh, people do that, where they, they, they care enough to try to help the next kids coming up and just try to help keep, keep things going. Cause it, it, it's not going to happen if nobody's putting in work. Yeah, for sure. And we, like I said, we're, we're putting in the work. Like we just did that painted truth show the other day. Um, and it ended up being sick. I mean, there was, Listen to the From Within podcast if you want to know some of the drama from that show. But beyond that, uh, it was a great show and so many people came out and I was flowering for the show uh, last month and there were so many people that were like, yo, is this, is that the the no pressure regulate blind justice show? They're like, yo, is this show like this? I was like, it's exactly like this. Just come to it. And there's a lot of new people there and it was really cool. And uh, I think that but the more that we do and the more bands we bring here from different scenes and like putting on for different New Jersey bands on each show, like it's just, it, it can only go up from here. And it's, it's cool to bring bands that I love. And I know he really loves like uh, a lot of the bands that we're bringing out and it's just cool to do that. It's really fun. And it's nice to have it in New Jersey. Cause I'm so used to fucking driving to Philadelphia or New York or random ass places. He shows that I don't care. I do it all the time, but, uh, you know, Jason uh, does or did. I don't really know when he's going to do another show, but a really good job of like holding it down. But, uh, you know, he wants to take a break. So it it comes at a I mean, I'm, it, I'm good that if he needed to take a break it comes now when when I'm trying to do shit and Greg's trying to do shit and bring cool shit here because there won't be a lapse in shows. And we're trying to bring back trying to make it a fucking destination over here, how it used to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and that's awesome that you guys are putting in that work. And shout out Jason, shout out Never Again. And I've only been to Jersey. Uh, I've only been to um, Perth Amboy, so I'm trying to to get to the yeah, other the, parts. The Jason show, the regular show. Yeah, I mean, dude, yeah. Jason does does a lot of cool shit. Um, it's sad that he's not uh not going to do stuff for a lot while. But like I said, we're just going to try and bring whatever we can here. 
Okay. Well, hopefully it lines up with my schedule and just like it did last time, just randomly, that wasn't even planned um, to, to, to go to Perth. I, I, I just had time and uh, made it work. But yeah, I, I've always wanted to get out to uh, more parts of Jersey because there's so many awesome bands from there from back in the day and even uh, you know, newer bands uh, coming out of there today. So I hope I can make it out there at some point. Yeah. And uh, never against playing. I mean, this is more Greg's show than mine. Uh, but uh, never against playing Gorilla Biscuits in uh, what Jersey City White Eagle Hall, which is amazing. Like you got Gorilla Biscuits, AOA, Anxious, Dead Last, Indecision, um, all playing in New Jersey. And then you got the day after in Atlantic City, you got Gorilla Biscuits again with Good Times and fucking Painted Black. It's just like we're just trying to, as much as we can, just make this the spot to be for hardcore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this weekend, um, uh, I, I'm just happy to see a floor punch on a flyer because I'm such a fan of floor punch. Fuck yeah, I'm excited. I've only seen them one time, and that was in 2009. So, um, holy shit, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I've seen floor punch uh, a handful of times. I don't know how many more times that'll be. I feel like this may be the last time or like close to it, but uh, yeah, I'm really excited. Violent Minds, Floor Punch, Shark Attack, Cold World. It's gonna be a good show. Uh-huh. Okay, and you, you briefly mentioned uh, your podcast, which, which I love because I, I I think it's awesome that uh, you're doing that because I I always enjoy talking to you. So the the, the fact that um, you're able to uh, find uh, you know your own thing and doing it with Carter, shout out Carter. I love From Within Records. I'm, I'm a huge fan of Carter. Uh, I, I I think it's awesome and. For you guys, because there was a point where uh, you guys, uh, I don't know if it was like a planned hiatus or maybe schedules just got in the way and you guys didn't have time to do it. But I I remember hitting you up and asking like, yo, like, like, what's up with the podcast? Um, But since then, uh, you've been coming back and doing it consistently. I'm I'm just curious from your point of view, like, how do you view the podcast that you do? Uh, it's honestly funny. I was talking to people today about how I viewed the podcast. Uh, First of all, the hiatus was not planned. We just... Carter will swear it's me. I don't think it was me that can't communicate. I think it's, I think everyone can't communicate. I don't think it's just me. I think it's all of us. Okay. All right. <laughs> but, uh, That's fair. Not going to say any names, but you know, some people are hard to communicate with. Yeah, exactly. So, so fucking whatever. We stopped doing it for a little bit, but um, dude, I'm not kidding. Every single show on the full US tour, someone was like, when's the podcast coming back? I was like, how do you know what the, like, I just didn't think that that many people even listened to it. Mm-hmm. Um, But I kind of, we kind of fucking just got our shit together. Cause I was like, yo, every day of this tour, someone's asking me about this fucking podcast. Just keep going with it. And then people are punishing him as well. Um, So we brought it back consistently. And like, it, I, I think that, and this is not in like a, I'm not trying to be a hero or anything. I just, I, I love, I love the podcast. I just like, I feel like the podcast just sometimes people don't fuck with it. Maybe because there's like no gimmick to it. I was talking to people about this today. Like we just talk about hardcore. We talk mm-hmm. about the shows we went to the fucking releases that came out and just bring someone on. We just talk to them about fucking hardcore and what they're doing. And like, not that I don't listen. I listen to a lot of podcasts, but hardcore, it's the only type of podcast I'll listen to. I listen to no other podcasts besides hardcore ones, but you know, I just feel like a lot of them have their own little like gimmick or like little thing that they do. We don't really have that. It's just literally just talking about hardcore, but that's all I want to do. So um, I like the podcast. I think it's fun. I'm happy that we're, uh, we're doing it. 
a little bit more uh consistently like we have our weeks but um yeah it's fun and and i like that we can bring like cool like ben and sean from despise northern unrest talking about that fest like no one else is doing that you know what i mean it's just cool to have them on and talk about that especially like when we have a lot of listeners from you know the I know we have a lot of listeners from Scotland because they hit me up and love the podcast, but also like most of our listeners are probably from the U S and they don't really know much about Northern unrest or the fest or something like that. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, or like be getting Bob on and Lennon just talking about this, uh, FYA. It's just like, people always tell me they like it because it's literally just sitting in a car talking to your friends about hardcore. That's, that's what the podcast is. And that's what I like to do. I love, I love talking about hardcore. That's it. Yeah. I, I enjoy it because um, I hang out with people who also like hardcore, but I feel like <laughs> we're always just, uh, we, we, we just don't view it the same if that makes sense. So, right. Um, so sometimes I, I just like, all right, I like I, I'm with hardcore people, but I feel like I'm in my own bubble. So when I listen to, um, you know, you and Carter and you bring on people that I'm friends with or people that I, I respect, uh, I, I, I just love hearing. Yeah, it, it's just conversation and it's, it's cool to hear like, you know, your point of view, Carter's point of view on, on stuff and even your experiences. It shows because uh, that's something that, that, that I don't do. Like, I, I don't think I've ever, uh, you know, done a podcast and talked about, um, you know, like a breakdown of like a string of shows that I went to. Normally, I'll, I'll go uh, be antisocial, enjoy the band, see my friends and then go home and never think about it again unless it was like an epic night. Um, so I, I, I do enjoy that aspect of it. Cause I'm like, Oh, this is cool to, to kind of be able to, um, kind of, uh, you know, hear about it from your point of view. Cause it's, um, it's way different from mine. Yeah. And also I think it's cool. Like dude, people, uh, and I, again, this is something I feel like people talk about a lot, but I, I, I part of the reason why I like doing that is like, dude, I work a full-time job. I do the label. I was going to school for a lot of this fucking podcast and working. Mm-hmm. And I still am able to make it to every show that I want to go to. I just fucking figure it out. Or you can just figure it out. And I think it's just cool. Or like, you know, it's important for people to hear like, yo, here's all these fucking shows that happened. In the, if you're from this area, this here's all these shows that happened in this area that I just went to. And there's probably, there might be more. And I feel like it's just important for people to hear like, oh, it's, it's possible. And you can go to all these shows and like, you can be tired and it's fucking fine because you get to see this crazy ass fucking trapped under ice set or you get to go to the random jive bomb show and you see fucking 125 people show up to a mexican restaurant you know what i mean it's just maybe people don't feel the same way as me because i i love fucking music and hardcore so much i love going to shows that's all i want to do but i just like being able to put my perspective out there and one be able to talk about the shows that i went to because like you know it's it's it, it's cool to talk about them because they happen. You don't want to fucking like, all right, I went to the show, like whatever, like not talk about it. Like, you know, the, the shit happened and like bands had cool sets and you want to put, give respect to the bands that fucking showed out. And like, that's a small show fucking played and like, like brought it to the show or like, you know, if it's something legendary, you're like, all right, this was like incredible. Like the trapped under ice sets I talked about on the podcast that came out today, the Northern rest one were unfucking believable. And I, you know, I want to talk about that. And the Jason show they did for Jive Bomb was like a pretty crazy turnout, and I want to talk about that too. And then the Fool's Game record release, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I I enjoy it because a lot of those shows don't come out here, uh, so for me to be able to hear about them, I I think it's awesome. And the, the, a lot of those bands that you name haven't even been out west, so it, it, it's, Car- it's, Carter can relate to you. He uh, 
he's he's going on three episodes not mentioning a show so <laughs> you know um now I'll, I'll tell you off air tell you off okay. <laughs> save it um for off air but uh yeah uh, i uh you know I'm, I'm looking forward to hearing about his his next show whenever that is I think it, there's a statement of pride and Koyo show, I guess next week or something. So I guess the next episode you'll have one show. To talk about. Yeah. And it's a show that, that he he's playing. So it's, <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it's, it's hard to be, I mean, I, I don't think he's the only active band, but yeah, I mean, you know, I, 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 I give him a hard time, but you know, he, him and Rob and all them, they do do a lot out there and they try and, bring as much as they can and bring as many people to the shows and like we played pensacola and it was sick and there were so many young people and um it was just fun it was cool it's cool to go to a place it's like trying to build up their scene they have their own venue now mm-hmm. that rob goodspeed opens so it's, it's just it, it's awesome i hope that i hope people start going to the handlebar more i hope that becomes another fucking destination 100 i'll i'll always respect uh pensacola i admit I went down there for the uh, Burning Strong record release for the. Um, I remember that, yeah. <laughs> and for uh, Carter to, to to host me and for everybody to be so cool. Um, Did they, you go to the beach? Yes, and dude, the water is unreal. It's literally out of a fucking like movie or something. Yo, go like on the way to the beach. Carter was talking about how like Pensacola has the best beaches, and I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, yeah, you're just a local. You're just hyping up your own shit. Yeah, you're from LA. You have, you have the best beaches. <laughs> Yeah, but when I stepped onto the sand, I could hear the sand like crunching, and I'm like, "Wow, yeah. this sand is actually really clean." Because like out here, like I, I go down to it's Huntington, white, yeah, I go down to Huntington Beach. I gotta watch where I'm stepping because I could be stepping in some weird shit. The, the sand's not <laughs> clean, so I was like my mind was Jersey just too. mind was just blown, and I was like, "Carter, you were telling the truth. These are the yeah. best beaches that I've ever been to." Shout out Pensacola. So I, I was doing the same thing. I was like, "There, uh, Nick Nick Ruiz who." plays uh and cold hearted he he brought me to the beach he's like ah oh, beaches are the best i was like all right new jersey beach is the best motherfucker but we'll, we'll see about this but he took me to pensacola beach dude the water the color of the water was unbelievable so him and i went to the beach we just hung out for like a few hours one day and then the next day when we were supposed to leave and go to New Orleans, I think, was the next show. I was like, we're waking up early. I told the whole band, I was like, we're waking up early. We're going to the fucking beach before it. And they're like, uh, they were all kind of like reluctant to do it. And then they all got there and they were like, holy shit. It's awesome. I'm hoping I, I could get back there at some point to see the beaches. Yeah, same. I'll see the beaches and uh, see Carter. Stay with exactly. Carter. <laughs> okay. Uh, labels awesome. Record labels cool. Uh, a while ago, uh, I got invited to play Fortnite with you <laughs> and, and a couple other people, which was fine. Uh, you know, Fortnite's not my thing, um, but I, I I did hop and I, I played. I got invited to the Discord that I don't think has been active since that day that, that I joined it. Um, <laughs> do you guys still play Fortnite? Do you guys uh, still game together? Because I, I know you, um, you obviously mentioned Harry Potter before we started recording. So I, I know that you're still playing video games. Are you uh, actively playing anything like that? I mean, yeah, I play. I play game. I haven't played Fortnite in a while, but I do play games every day. Nick plays Fortnite every day. He always makes fun of us for not getting on with him. But uh, yeah, I, I I play game. I play uh, not to out myself. I play a lot of RuneScape. So like sometimes what? that's all I can fucking focus on. Yeah, that, that's a, um, that's classic. That's crazy. Yeah, I I I have many hours in RuneScape. It's not the best, but 
Um, yeah, we, we play all the time. I don't know what Discord you're in, but I can put you in the actually active one <laughs> after this because <laughs> there's just so many. Because we always, I, I don't know, we just like forget which ones we're using or whatever. But uh, yeah, dude, I'm very excited for the Harry Potter game. That's going to be incredible. And I, I'm curious, are you like a Harry Potter fan or are you just excited about this game? Um, so I have watched the movies maybe 20 times each. I'm obsessed okay. with the movies. I've never read the books, but I, I'm obsessed with the movies. And like, I mean, people are going to listen to this and call me a fucking poser or whatever, but, um, I love the, I love the movies. I like the lore. I like reading about the lore I have. Like, um, I been I went to universal, uh, with my girlfriend last year and we went to the Harry Potter world. I literally did not want to leave it it was on it was fucking insane i have a wand in my room oh wow <laughs> um yeah I, I think harry potter's fucking awesome so this game i'm very 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 excited for you know I, I'm, I'm in the same boat kind of I, i'm like a, I, i'm not a fan uh but i went to universal when i was in florida a, a couple years ago and having friends that are super into harry potter they always mentioned that the florida uh, Wizarding World is better than the one in Hollywood. So, like, all right, cool. Like, I'm here. Like, let's go check it out. And there was just one part, um, you know, because like nothing made sense to me. There was a big dragon, you know, people drinking stuff, whatever. Like, I, I didn't know what I was looking at, but I, I was just wandering around and I got to this one part where it was like this alley and it was like super dark. And I was like, why is it so dark down? Because in the middle oh, of the day, <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, why the fuck is it so dark here? And like one of my friends had to tell me, oh, it's like this place in the movies. And then they had to like explain it to me. I'm like, oh, that's I don't know why, but that that just that dark alley just like stuck out to me. And I thought Dude. it was so cool that they're able to do something like that. I didn't know that was there. So like I'm like walking around and I look over and I'm seeing it. I'm like, yo, is uh, I was like, it basically, is that what I think it is? And she was like, yeah, and you walk in and there's the fucking Borgen and Burks, like the the scary store and like the fucking wanted posters and like you can use the wand on the little cage and the fucking thing shakes it uh yeah dude i i i think harry potter's awesome um i went to like a, a month or two ago there was a uh forbidden forest experience in uh new york okay at some park where i guess these like set designers and whatever all got together and in this this park on this trail they like put a bunch of stuff from the forbidden forest in it and you could walk down uh the path and like there was uh like fucking werewolves and there was crazy lights and stuff and it was really cool and when you went to universal were you able to ride haggard's coaster yes it was a three hour wait but we we did it and we we rode it Okay, I'm, I'm not lying when I say this. I, I think that might be the best ride that I've ever been on in a theme park. What, when it brings you backwards, it's fucking awesome. It it was super sick. Like better than the Star Wars Rise of the Resistance. Um, uh, the, the, there's a newer ride that just uh, it's been in Florida, but it just um, opened up here in California called uh, Mickey Minnie's Runaway Rail Coaster. That rivals it, but I still think that Haggard Coaster is like the best thing that I've been on in, in a theme mm -hmm. park. Crazy. Yeah, so so did you think that the that the Orlando one was better than the Hollywood one? 100%. Yeah, because okay. we we did the um like we we did everything like we went in Hagrid's, we did the 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 bank ride with little weird elf looking dudes. 
Um, <laughs> Great gods. Yeah, I don't know what the hell they're called. <laughs> that was awesome, bro. <laughs> and then we, we did the the train ride, right? Where, where you're going like in between the parks. So like you, you like get on the train. I don't know what it's called, but it was the Hogwarts Express. Yeah. Yes, I know what you're talking about. That was cool. That yeah. was cool. Yeah, I, I thought it was a, a really cool experience. And I was like, wow, this makes me want to, you know, figure things out. Maybe maybe watch a movie or read a book. You should but... watch the movies, okay. buy the game. I'm buying the game. I, I'm buying buy the game. 100% I'm buying the game because I'm a sucker for RPGs. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I, I always refer to my, I'll, I'll hit up my buddy Garrett. Shout out Garrett. Um, he knows all about Harry Potter. Because like I like we, I went to the Hollywood one with him and he bought a wand. And he's doing all the activation things. And I was like, I'm only here because you're my friend. I, I, wouldn't do <laughs> I wouldn't do this on my own. But yeah, whenever I have a, I have a question about Harry Potter, I'll, I'll call Garrett because he, he yeah. knows everything. But are you playing any other, like, you know, modern games like outside of RuneScape? Uh, let's see. Let's see what I've been playing because I don't exactly remember I've been playing because I've really been playing a lot of RuneScape. I've been um, I play Fortnite every once in a while. I was playing a little bit of like Call of Duty, but I kind of just like got sick of it mm-hmm. really fast, which was sad. Um, not really anything else. I'm just kind of waiting right now for for Hogwarts Legacy. Just just kind of sitting waiting for that. Yeah, that, that comes out uh, this month. We're in February now. It comes out in six days. If you if you pre-ordered the game, <laughs> uh, you can play it three days early. I definitely pre- the deluxe edition. I pre-ordered it uh, the seventh. I got off work. I didn't ask off for work, but I did get off. I'm I'm ready to go. That's awesome. Yeah, this would be a good month because yeah, Harry Potter comes out, and then there's a there's an RPG coming out at the end of the month called um, Like a Dragon. I think it's called Like a Dragon. It's like part of the Yakuza series, but they had like rebrand. Oh, Carter was actually talking about this. Yeah, yeah. Shout out Carter. I didn't even know he he, he was into that stuff. Shout out. Yeah. Okay. Well, very much looking forward to that. And I, I'm yeah, I I get to tap back in and get your honest review of Harry Potter when it finally comes out. Dude, all right. I'll, you you can text me or I'll fucking put you in that Discord and we can figure. It. Dude, um, they put out like a new trailer today. It is insane. It literally like pathetically gave me chills. Which is, I was I was at work just in the brick. I was like, oh my god. And are are you playing this? Are going to play it on your PC or do you have a system? On my PC, I have a PlayStation Four, but that doesn't come out until April, so I'm just gonna do it on my PC. Okay, for sure. Yeah, because. Had it been like a couple of months ago, or maybe a month ago, I I just watched like a forty-five minute like uh, PS Five like uh, demo. So I yes, like, okay. yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, they did a whole like uh, they showed you like inside the castle and everything. Yeah, I watched mm-hmm. that too. Okay, yeah, and they they showed like the dark arts or whatever, some like some fighting. Yeah, yeah, like, yep. this looks pretty sick. It's dude, you gotta watch the movies because that will make so much more sense to you, and you'll be like, holy fuck, I can't believe they added this to the game. Okay, all right. I have a bit of time, <laughs> maybe, 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 because yeah, there's there's eight movies, right? There's eight. Yeah. Not yeah, not counting like the 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 wizard or what 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 are the other ones with Johnny Depp or he fantastic, wasn't fantastic fantastic beasts. All right, I'll I'll tap in. Yeah, you should. It's it's good. You could do it in a day, bro. Okay. You should cancel your next podcast person and just watch <laughs> Harry Potter the entire day. Who is? So, yeah, I, I'm like really busy, and then like send a picture of you like. Like laying down popcorn and shit. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, I 
next guest is someone who I'm really looking forward to talking to. Um, All right, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, well, uh, I, I I do appreciate your time, but before we go, I, I had somebody reach out to me. I, I can't name them publicly, um, but they they wanted me to uh, to. I'm not sure if it was a question or a statement, but they, they just wanted me to mention that. Uh, you should, and I, I don't get the context, so maybe you will. Uh, but they said, uh, tell Dylan, uh, his new car sucks. Go back to his old car. Jeff said this. I cannot confirm or deny. <laughs> 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 um, th- that's uh, th- that's very interesting. But I was just asked if Did I you like how that. I got that instantly. You don't need to. You can just nod or. Oh wait, no. <laughs> see that oh you can like sign language to me <laughs> yeah um but uh yeah so, all right he's talking about all right i just got a new car my old car was a car it was a 2009 chevy cobalt which i've had since 2018 okay and hey, wait wait this car has been mentioned on the podcast before by who uh i'm not sure exactly but you they, they're making fun of you about your car because all, all the lights were on fuck who was it I can't remember. Might have been because it, it was the whole uh, controversy with driving in the wrong direction. If you remember, this this. Oh, do you know who said that? The the fucking rat Frank Thompson. I'm pretty sure. I would right. stay away from that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, he's not listening to this, bro. Who cares? But uh, all right, that's not the problem. Okay, okay. That was years ago. All right. Um, so I've had this car forever. It's done me very well. Um. So last over the summer, I want to say, um, or, or maybe last year or something, my exhaust started to like, I don't know what the, like degrade something or other. My exhaust was unbelievably loud when I turned it on. And then over the summer, right, like maybe a day before tour, my exhaust fell. So my exhaust was hanging off my car for months. Um, and every time you'd start my car, it would fucking literally sound like an airplane was fucking landing. And then on top of that, my control arms um, for my brakes were loose. So every time I'd hit my brakes, my car would like violently shake. So I'm in a group chat with Jeff who said this, just so everyone knows. Um, and uh, every single time I sent a voice note, you could hear my car Un, like be un, like like drown my entire voice out, and every time I break, you'd hear the violent shaking of my car, like it was like literally falling apart. And every single time that Jeff would say something, he's like, "Listen to that baby purr or something." Like that. <laughs> <laughs> and then I bought a new car. I bought a BMW for my friend. Pretty crazy fucking come up right there. Um, yeah. And now I like will send voice messages and Jeff will be like, fuck this fucking car. Bring the other one back. Like this is bullshit. Just gets pissed off. I actually, the day I uh, got rid of that car, I junked it. I took a video. I hadn't drove it in like two weeks because I got the new car. I took a video. It still turned on. It was so, it was so much louder than it ever was before. And it smelled so fucking bad from the exhaust. I thought I was about to explode. So that's that's the story of that car rest in peace i got many tickets in that car for having broken windshield uh fucking headlights that are out like that car was fucking just falling apart so rest in peace but i'm happy i don't have it anymore 
That's awesome. I, I'm, I'm happy that you're able to get a newer car, one that is uh, not as actually. It's an old. Technically, it's an older. Oh, car. it's older. It's 2007. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, hopefully, this one is able to uh, you know keep it together and uh, you know keep you going because hearing about right. that, that that other car for so long, that's wild that it lasted as long as it did. Dude, I was driving that car to every show, every single show. So I was just honestly, dude, Andrew from Killing Me, uh, he had the, I think he had the funniest reaction ever of anyone hearing that car turn on at the last wishes show I did when I was leaving. He was by my car. I was like, yeah, you might want to cover your ears when I start this. He's like, ah, whatever. And I did it and he literally jumped, which was so awesome. <laughs> That's wild. Okay. Sorry. I'm um, actually a couple more things before we go. I got all night, bro. Okay, all Ask night. You anything. <laughs> uh, you mentioned your your, your girlfriend earlier. Uh, yeah. She does a zine. Uh, she does do a zine. She, she does do a zine. I, I've been waiting for an email, but uh, you know, I, I guess that is on the way. It's in just, transit. Just, she'll fucking do it one day. I just I don't know why she doesn't do it. But uh, she literally was about to, and then I think she forgot, and then she just forgets every day. It's all right. The, the The good thing about that is she can send it whenever she's ready. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, shout out to uh, Kasha's Devotion Zine. Um, you may have seen it. It features the likes of Regulate, Envision, Gridiron, James Saboni, Tiger Records. Uh, I don't know who else. I forget. But uh, yeah, it's it's a good zine. She honestly she puts a lot of work into it. It's unique. I think it's different than other zines. Like, um. You know, it, it just like the way she lays it out, the way she does it, the cut and paste, the decorations that she uses, it's all different. So shout out to her. There's uh it's sold out right now, but she's working on the third issue. So That's awesome. I'm, I'm trying to get an ad posted in there. Oh, just hit her up, she'll do it. Or hit me up and I'll I'll fucking give it to her. All right. We'll talk talk about it offline because I have a design that I've never used that I have. Hell yeah. Ho- hopefully, oh, there hopefully, you go. Hopefully I can find it. Yeah, it, it's somewhere lurking around. Damn, the 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 listeners are getting fucking crazy information right now a new jamie design never used never used um uh will i see you in march what's march hardcore pride weekend you think i won't actually no you won't i'm actually going to be uh i'm going to be going to the zavane and jukai show uh just to spite carter and lennon and make them unbelievably mad oh wait is that the tsunami one yeah oh interesting i didn't realize that that uh, was happening the same weekend yeah, it's the same weekend. I was already going to go to that, and then they announced their dumb fest, and I said, I'm not going to that. I'm sticking with my guns here. <laughs> no, you'll see me in March. <laughs> That's awesome. I'm actually really looking forward to getting back to Philly, so that'll be my third time, or technically my fourth time. My first time, I, I don't count because I, I landed in Philly, and then I immediately left. So spare. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I don't really count the first time, but uh, this next time should be just as fun. Okay, yeah, it's gonna be cool. We'll we'll chill. We'll get some food. Um, I know you asked Joe to get kimchi with you. Um, I don't know what <laughs> kimchi is, but I will get it. Okay. Well, you know what's funny is, um, yeah, I, I asked Joe. Uh, he was uh, not down. Um, and then which is surprising. So <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, and then I, I see Bob. He's always at some uh, you know hot pot place. I'm like, damn, because the last time I was there, I I was on like limited time, so we didn't have like all the time in the world to go out and get food. And, uh, he did buy us lunch. So shout out Bob for buying us lunch. But I, I would love to uh, get some Korean food while I'm in Philly because there's this famous chef that I follow from there, um, and. I, I plan on being there for the the, the weekend for the fest, and I, I think I, I'm I'm gonna stay like an extra day. Nice. Okay, three days. That's the plan. Yeah, flying 
uh, I, I, I don't want to give away my plans publicly, but I'll, I'll be there. You're like, yeah, I'm on Jet flu- JetBlue flight number two four seven three, departing ten a.m. <laughs> uh, but okay, that's that's awesome. I, I I figured you would be there, but I, I just wanted to get confirmation. So that's awesome that you will be there. Looking forward to seeing you again in person because it has been a while because I haven't seen yeah, you I'll since be hanging out there. September. Yeah, that's that's close. That's next month already. That yeah, it's at the end of March. So yeah, I'm excited. It's gonna be cool. All right. Well, Dylan, I. And, Oh, you know what? Before you do this, I'll see you May twentieth too. I'm putting it in the air. Oh, me May twentieth. Yeah, did we come to Jersey? Um, let me look at my calendar because I I, I I I can make that happen. Let's go. There you go. You gotta see the potential last shackle set. Who the fuck knows? Mind force, bulldoze, the whole nine, bro. All right, sounds good. Well, I do appreciate your time. Everybody, support Takedown Records. Go to a show that Dylan or Greg or Dylan and Greg books and support the podcast from within podcast episode 18 just dropped today. If you, uh, if you have, you should hit the reply button on podcast and send us stuff. Cause it's funny. People talk shit in there and it's really funny. All right. Well, I do appreciate your time, Dylan. Thank you everybody for tuning in and we'll be back soon.